Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning, folks. Here's how markets wrapped up overnight. Stocks on Wall Street retreated as investors await the results of the Federal Reserve Policy meeting. So a bit of waiting and seeing investors on the sidelines. So very subdued session with Dow Jones Industrial Average losing about 100 points. That is 0.1% down to 34,518. The S&P 500 pretty much the same, dropping 0.2% to 4,444. And we've got the Nasdaq Composite, also pretty much the same, sliding 0.2% to 13,678. For more insights, we're joined by Victoria Fernandez. She is the Chief Market Strategist for Crossmark Global Investments. Victoria, thanks for joining us on the show today. Yes, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it does look like a lot of waiting and seeing this week. Um, What do you make of the, I guess, mood around Wall Street right now as investors wait for the FOMC policy meeting? Yes, I think you're right. It is a wait-and-see mode uh, for the markets this week. We have the Fed meeting that actually started um, today in the United States. The um, meeting will conclude tomorrow with the press conference. And more importantly, I think, than the press conference is going to be the summary of economic projections that they put out, Mm. where we actually get to see their thoughts on where they think Fed funds are going to be. That's going to tell the market – perhaps when rate cuts might start. And I think that's what the market is anticipating more than the actual outcome of the meeting because the market is pretty much priced in. There will be no rate hike at the meeting. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the odds here. Market's pricing in a 99% probability that the Fed will leave rates where they are right now. So pretty done deal on the front at least. Maybe there might be one down the road in November. Just turning our attention to bond yields right now. 10-year bond yields inching up six basis points overnight to 4.366%. That is pretty much near 16-year highs. What's contributing to these levels and how do you see this play out around the FOMC meeting? This is a really interesting level for the U.S. 10-year Treasury to be because the 4.35% was really kind of a resistance level um, for the trading range that it's been in. So the fact that it closed above that level means that the market could be looking at yields moving higher up closer to 4.5 or 4.75%, which would actually be quite concerning for the equity markets, but in a way, that would actually be doing some of the work of the Federal Reserve Mm. for it, putting a little bit of tightening on the economy. Yeah, how much do oil prices, rising energy costs, have to do with the expectations, at least what's being priced into the use? I think it's very important. Oil prices, you know, besides just the fact that people pay more for gasoline in their cars, oil prices are input cost into so many things across the economy, um, whether it's manufacturing or transportation. And so the idea of inflation continuing to come down really could be affected if oil prices continue to move higher. It could push that inflation rate higher. Mm. And what does that do for the central bank? That means they have more work to do. Yeah, more work to do, perhaps leaving rates higher for longer. So with rates where they are right now, what are the implications for markets and maybe the U.S. dollar down the road? 
Yeah, I think it means that we're going to see some choppiness in the U.S. markets throughout the rest of this year and into the beginning of next year until we get a a very clear path on if the Federal Reserve is going, how long the Federal Reserve is going to hold rates at this higher level and whether that's where it is now at five and a quarter percent, whether they hike another 25 basis points, as you mentioned, later this year to five and a half, um, or if inflation continues to be very sticky and they have to go even further than that. It could really cause um, some turmoil in the equity markets. We need the bond market to calm down mm. in order for the equity market to move sustainably higher. Yeah, maybe turmoil for equity markets. What do you foresee in the economy? Are we still in for a recession? When you look at how the yield curve inversion has been warning of this coming around the corner for quite some time. We have had so many signals that historically have said we should probably already be in recession, um, and it's just not happening. I think the consumer continues to spend and support the economy. Earnings expectations continue to go higher, so they're holding the market up. But we do think, because of the elements we've already talked about, um, higher oil prices, wages moving higher, strong labor markets, these are things that could, as they start to crack, could lead us into a recession later this year or the beginning of next year. All right, Victoria, talking about market turmoil, let's talk about the day one debut of Instacart's IPO. Shares rose overall 12%. They did pop 40%. So there is a bit of loss of momentum when it came to the day one for Instacart. What do you make of that loss of momentum? Is that a sign that maybe investors are just getting more cautious? The appetite that people were hoping to see in the markets uh, is just not there? Well, as you mentioned, there was a pop. I think it's typical to see some volatility in the first few days. As you have people, um, depending on what the float is, right, how many shares are actually out there trading. Um, if people are in early investors are selling shares, taking some of their gains, there's some volatility that goes on. So I would wait um, a week or so and see where the shares really start to shake out. We saw the same thing with the ARM IPO as well. But mm. it's good to see companies profitable companies having their IPOs. Um, it's good to see that back at the market. Yeah, just to mention Arm Holdings, they were down 4.9% overnight. Their third daily drop of the first four sessions as a listed company. So yeah. some fading of interest perhaps in the initial days. Now, turning our attention to another headline, we've got Intel having a big event overnight, dramatic excitement on its product pipeline. We even had the CEO, Pat Gelsinger, starting the show with his usual push-ups on stage. But the big one is a new Intel chip due in December, which will allow folks to run a generative AI chatbot on their laptops rather than having it being run on cloud data centers. Despite the exciting news, Intel's stock price was down 4.3%. Victoria, for folks looking to play the AI game right now, what's your approach to ride the wave? Yeah, it's very interesting. You have so many different elements that you can use when you're trying to play that AI game. Obviously, the chip makers um, are one of them. We just talked about ARM and their role in making chips for for phones and for AI, and we hear what's going on with Intel. Intel has struggled a lot over the past year, so people might be a little wary um, of what they're saying. They're probably going to wait and see um, some proof of what's happening, but we actually like to play the AI game um, by investing in Adobe. It's not 
especially cheap right now, but they have um, really strong growth potential, double-digit growth going forward, and they are making wonderful strides in including AI into their software. Yeah, of course, Adobe, the guys behind Photoshop, and they've come a Firefly, which is yes. actually groundbreaking for me because you can now just text or input text to change the background of whatever you want so anyone can <laughs> Photoshop right now. Have you tried it yet? It's amazing. <laughs> anyone can Photoshop. So that's a yes, promising sign. It's, it's a great company. Adobe for the past year up 86%. So maybe more room to go if you are, well, believing in the Adobe story. We've been chatting with Victoria Fernandez. She is the chief market strategist at Crossmark Global Investments. Victoria, thank you for your time this morning. My pleasure. Have a good day. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.